Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Episode 12, Season 8. So perfect, it drives me crazy. One of the more common characteristics of people in addictive relationships is the quality of perfectionism. Let me first qualify what I mean by addictive relationships. What is an addictive relationship, you ask? Any relationship with an addict or alcoholic or between family members who are related to or close friends with an addicted person qualifies as an addictive relationship. Why? Simply because it is fertile ground for yet another disorder called codependency. Codependency happens when one person wants to control the actions of another and does so with such intensity and focus that they lose sight of their own wants and needs in the process. They will unconsciously sublimate all their legitimate desires and true needs to satisfy an illusion, making the addict okay. The codependent will only be okay if she or he believes that her addicted loved one is okay, or better yet, okay with her. Yet another obsession she develops or cultivates is the addictive drive to perfectionism, which brings with it another form of insanity. I do want the architect who designed my office building to be somewhat of a perfectionist. I want my daughter's neurosurgeon to be a perfectionist, and I certainly want the pilot who flies my airplane to be one too. But I think what we really mean is that we want the professionals who serve us to seek excellence, to keep getting better, not necessarily to be perfect. For if that were the case, there would be a whole lot of disappointment to go around, and there wouldn't be any perfect people anyway. So what is excellence versus perfectionism? In the words of Deborah J., author of No More Letting Go, the pursuit of excellence expands our world, whereas perfectionism shrinks it. Excellence gathers valuable information, takes decisive action, pushes past self-imposed limitations, and searches for greater possibilities. It expands us emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually, and it commits us to uplifting the lives of others. Perfectionism obsesses over details to the point of paralysis and capitulates to fear by sidestepping challenges. It is the source of procrastination, for it has a risk-averse person say that if they can't do it perfectly, then why do it at all? In an alcoholic household, it looks like this. Sandra's mother, unable to keep her alcoholic husband under control, put all her energy into keeping everybody and everything else in perfect order. No clutter, no mess, no outburst. Her mother set impossibly high expectations for everyone in the household. Perfectionism paralyzes. As Sandra grew into adulthood, she carried with her paralyzing fear of making mistakes. She avoided trying anything new unless she could do it perfectly the first time. She couldn't accept help from others because, to Sandra, 
Admitting the need for help was the same as as admitting failure. The harder Sandra worked to maintain a flawless image, the more her inner world crumbled. That's because, as a perfectionist, she's working not to improve the world, but to keep it under control. Perfectionists do everything not for the satisfaction of a job well done, but as a way of camouflaging addiction's presence in the family. By keeping everything nice and orderly, they're trying to make the disease less noticeable. It's based on fear. They have no idea that perfectionism is an outgrowth of fear and that it's more about looking happy than being, than being happy. Perfectionists, with all their good intentions, only serve to fool everybody, including the alcoholic and themselves, into thinking that nothing needs to be done. Perfectionism leads to spiritual dishonesty. When we act as if addiction doesn't exist or isn't a serious problem, our efforts are co-opted for its own survival. By pretending that things are great, we are helping the addict stay sick. It's a fancy form of denial. Not only do we deny that things are not good, we actually try to make things look great. Shame underlies much of perfectionism. When we are so ashamed of what it looks like, we try that much harder to make it look okay or maybe better than okay. We buy our kid a BMW, not a used Chevy, or better yet, no car at all because our social status is at stake. When asked how Johnny is doing, we tell our neighbors that he's taking a semester off as opposed to telling the truth that he flunked yet again, and we've just blown a ton of money for nothing. Perfectionism has us take our eye off the ball, so instead of stepping back and looking at the truth in the big picture, we worry about appearances. We concern ourselves with rearranging the deck chairs as the Titanic slowly sinks, about to take the whole family to the bottom. What it takes to bust the myth takes one courageous family member to put a stop to the pretense. The truth is shocking and powerful and upsetting. Without someone pulling the alarm, the whole tribe will float along heedless to the sickness, making them even sicker. For A, addiction is progressive in that it always gets worse uninterrupted, and B, it is a family disease. It has such a hold on people that they are challenged to overcome the idea that they are valid human beings even if they are far from perfect. Accepting that they are imperfect and yet being okay with it then allows them to see addiction as a disorder, not as a fatal flaw that brings them great shame. That acceptance allows a new spiritual truth to enlighten them to the possibility of recovery for themselves and their loved ones. So what have we learned about perfectionism? We learned that 1. Addictive relationships give rise to codependency and to perfectionism as a means of denial. 2. The pursuit of excellence is about making the world a better place, while perfectionism is about looking good as a means of disguising the presence of the disorder. 3. Perfectionism is a, is a form of spiritual dishonesty. If things are as great as we make them look, then we do not have to do anything. Number 4. It takes a special courage to put a stop to the nonsense of perfectionism. The disease will ultimately destroy the facade in any event. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com.